We wrap up 2016 with a couple of feel-good Jeep stories. I reflect on my blog and share some of the Jeep items I got for Christmas that I'll review in 2017. We have a ton of your reviews to share, and we'll even answer some of your tech questions. And it just wouldn't be the same without a little Nikki Jeep. We're finishing up this year with some serious tech. We'll be talking about considerations for all-weather full Jeep covers, and the YJs get a little bit of love with seat swap options. It's all coming up on episode 261, our last Jeep talk show of 2016. This episode of the Jeep Talk Show is sponsored in part by Crawl Bright Performance Off-Road Lighting. Are your Augs light not showing you the road or trail at night? Get some of the brightest and best made lights on the market today at crawlbright.com and start seeing what you've been missing. That's crawlbright.com. Do you like to sleep on the top of your Jeep? Well, the Jamic is a hammock for your Wrangler. The Jamic is made in America and veteran-owned. Compatible with any OEM top provides a space for overhead storage when not in use. Go to www.jamic.com uh, for the biggest sale of the year. Coupon code Jeep Talk Show for $10 off. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Tammy on Wrangler, Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. First week in G. Well, how about a little boy playing Jeep Cop? He gets a visit from the real thing. I got a couple nice little uh, feel-good Jeep stories here for you guys. Jacqueline Orr's grandson, Ryland, was excited to ride his Power Wheels Cop Jeep around the local middle school parking lot, but he never would have guessed he'd meet one of his heroes in the process. While Orr's grandson drove his Jeep, uh, his Cop Jeep around the parking lot practicing his <clears throat> driving maneuvers, Seminole County Deputy Matthew Moon spotted him and, sp and stopped what he was doing just to say hi. Moon spoke to the boy and even had a siren war with him in his police cruiser and even gave him an official police sticker for his tiny Jeep. As the deputy rode away, he said, bye, Officer Ryland, over the PA system of his cruiser. Needless to say, Grandma had some very kind words to say as she posted this on our Seminole County Sheriff's Office, Sheriff's Office Facebook page. And uh, this story is really getting a lot of attention, guys. So if you haven't seen it already, you probably will hear very soon. Well, Jeep Club and Marine Corps give over a thousand toys to kids. The Texas Tactical Jeep Club and U.S. Marine Corps spent a day hitting the streets and delivering toys. Santa even rode in style, not in his usual sleigh, but in a Jeep, of course. Now, since November, the group has been collecting toys with the help of many businesses in the area that served as collection sites. The team reached a total of, check this out, 1,579 toys, all with one goal, to light up a child's day. Marine Corps, Nash, uh, Marine Corps Corporal Andrew Corman said, the feeling of being able to give back and seeing the little kid's face light up when he's getting a toy when he wasn't expecting anything, and all these cool Jeeps pull up and we're handing out toys, and that kid's face just lights up, and that's just, you know, the real meaning of Christmas. He's also the Toys for Tots representative for Midland and Odessa. The entourage of about a dozen Jeeps first stopped at the Boys and Girls Club of Odessa, then the church under the bridge in Midland, and a pediatric unit, and finally, a special family in need. The group would like to thank all the businesses who served as a collection site and ask if anyone wants to help or volunteer for next year to reach out to them on their Facebook page. And I want to thank all of you guys who helped, uh, helped us out every week this year by submitting for stories for This Week in Jeep. And I want to help you ask you guys to help us out in 2017 as well as we move forward. Keep up the great work, guys. And if you have any response to any one of our stories or you got something you think we should be reporting on, please send us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. Well, that's great. I especially like the uh, the deal with the uh, police officer. I, uh, I wish I could have seen that, that siren <laughs> battle in person. That would have been, I just, I probably would have just lit up right then and there. I, I'm, I'm smiling as I'm just thinking about it. I'm surprised yeah. there's not a YouTube video on, uh, on the news, uh, the 24 hour news cycle, seeing the, the video of that every, uh, every so often. Now, oh, see, when probably you, is, but it's, you know, the headline is, is cop beats child or something like that. <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, when you first started, Oopsie. when you first started talking about this story, I was like, oh, hell no, the cop pulls the, the little yeah, kid over. This cop just pulls the kid over and the park, you know, like, come on, what, you know, reckless driving. <laughs> yeah, right. Your own private property, son. <laughs> Don't run. 
Saw you break those rear wheels loose. Now well, that's I'll take you in. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of uh, the the kind of PR that the police department needs to do. That's uh, that's good yeah. stuff there, and, I, and I'm sure it's really fun for the police officer as well, especially well, if he has by any the kids. Picture, judging by the picture that uh, was posted up, uh, it looked like he was having a lot of a lot of fun as well. So yeah, uh, it's that's the nice thing about uh, or the niceties of police work. I would think uh, opposed to all the negative stuff that, that you must have to see as a a police officer from day to day. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're always looking to uh, improve and expand the show, and there's no better way than word of mouth. And that is unless you can afford expensive advertising, which we can't. Unless you count the pics of missing downloads we've been running on the back of milk cartons for the last two months, but that doesn't seem to be working. So what can you do? Well, you can start by telling a friend. Or, even better, hack their accounts and subscribe to the show for them. What better way to bring in the new year by doing your best friend a favor? It's Illegal Activity and the Jeep Talk Show, going together like peanut butter and sardines since 2012. The Jeep Talk Show. It's not about us. It's about you, the listeners. It's Tim from Torrance. Hey, Jeepers. This is uh, Rob from Turner, Texas. Hey, guys. It's Cody with TrailChasers.net with another grand adventure. Hey, guys. This is Cody from Indiana. Yoo-hoo. Hello, Jeep Talk Show crew. This is FJ Rick. Hi, guys. This is Joe. If a turtle doesn't have a shell... Is he naked or homeless? Hey guys, this is Ron out in Arizona. Hey, what's up? Jeep Talk Show. This is Jason, Oregon Trail Off-Road. Hi, this is Jake from California, and I'm sitting here eating pork rinds for breakfast. Hey, this is uh, PAG Freak. Hey, Tony, Josh, Danny, Sexy, Jake, Colin. This is John, Freerunner in 1982, and on today's Radio Contact segment, I'm going to talk about APRS, an anal probe restraint system. That's not right. We love our listeners. Hey, Morse! I'm Clyde, and this is Tommy. From the Run House! You're listening to the Jeep Talk Show. Cheers! You've heard of Jeep Hair Don't Care, right? Well, I'm here talking with people who do. Care, that is. Welcome to Jeep Hair. We care. I am here with one of my favorite people on the planet, somebody I'm very proud to know and call family, my father-in-law, Pete Buttrick a former maintenance sergeant on B-52s for the United States Air Force. Pete, what do you care about? Well, I care about the veterans in this country, particularly the disabled veterans. I'm a volunteer driver, and I take them from a clinic in Athens, Georgia, over to hospital appointments in Augusta, Georgia. We wait there for them till their appointments are over, and then we drive them back to Athens to their homes. That's really great. Hey, thanks for watching Jeep Hair We Care. Here's some more information. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Hey, you. Yeah. No, I'm talking to you, the one listening to the Jeep Talk Show right now. We already know you're a Jeep enthusiast, but I bet you know somebody who isn't into Jeeps. That's okay. We know it's not their fault, and we're not judging you for still being their friend. But there's a good chance that they might like something on the 4x4 Radio Network, whether it's overlanding with the Trail Chasers podcast, learning a thing or three about Land Rovers on the Center Steer podcast, or hearing about a new way to cook roadkill around the campfire with the 4x4 podcast. You can be sure we've got something (laughs) for everyone in your life, even if they don't know the difference between a Wrangler and a Renegade. It's the 4x4 Radio Network. Just visit 4x4radionetwork.com. <laughs> Poor Dan. Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut up. Shut up, Shane. Hey. Shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler Talk. It's time for G-Mama. So, Tony and Josh, since 2016 is coming to an end, I decided to take a little walk down memory lane and look back at my year. On my blog, JeepMama.com, I came up with my top 10 highlights from 2016. So here they are, and in no particular order. First, one of my biggest highlights was being able to lift my Jeep and adding the 35-inch tires. It was so awesome to finally becoming one of those big badass Jeeps that I wheel with at Roush Creek. Um, Another highlight was turning 50. That was a hard one, but once my birthday grew closer, I became more accepting of this big milestone. And then on my 50th birthday, I got to see Def Leppard and Sticks in concert. That was really cool. 
And I loved being with my family. We went camping with my sisters and their family at Cedar Point, Ohio. I just love it when my whole family gets together. We always have a great time. And then my annual sister and niece trip we started two years ago. Our first trip was to San Francisco and Yosemite this past year. Um, we headed to Massachusetts and Maine. And this year in May, I'm going to be going to Moab. And I'm really excited. We'll be renting a Jeep and going on a little Jeep safari tour um, in Moab. So that's I have that to look forward to. Um, another one was completing my 50 before 50 list. That was pretty fun. And then another was entering back into the workforce as a, with my full-time job. That was a really hard, long journey to um, go from being a stay-at-home mom for 16 years and then changing careers. Um, my other was getting my fourth, fifth, and sixth tattoos. And another super big highlight was wheeling my lifted Jeep and making new Jeep friends like wheeling at... AOAA with Nate, um, Extreme Nate here on the Jeep Talk Show and his great group of friends. But some other honorable mentions um, that I really, really had a great time doing was changing up my new headlights, adding my purple Riddler diff covers, adding purple to my interior, and installing all by myself um, the Molly tailgate panel and all those Molly bags. And I'm looking forward to experiencing some more awesome adventures of 2017. I'm just not sure how I'm going to be able to top this year, but I look forward to trying. And I just want to wish all my Jeep friends, everyone out there listening, a happy new year. And I want all of you Jeep friends out there, I want to hear from you what your favorite Jeep memory from 2016 was. You can share with us live this coming Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central on the Jeep Talk call Show, or you can give us a call on our voicemail line, which is 530-675-4102, or you can use the little um, speak pipe button on our website, or you can go to our mobile-friendly um, website, jeeptalkform.com, or... <laughs> You can email me at info at jeeptalkshow.com. Now, I've just given you four ways for you to share your favorite Jeep memory. So I'm asking everyone out there, please share with us, and we can share with everyone else about your favorite Jeep memory. And just to let you know, our Jeep Talk forum is our new um, forum, and it has a new friendly mobile. It's that we created just for you. It isn't your typical form. There are no dumb questions, no flaming or telling you to go to Google. And we share more information about the stories we share here on the Jeep Talk Show. So that's jeeptalkform.com and we hope to see you posting there. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last show or not. I may have skipped a show, uh, but we uh, there was a, a user out there of, uh, of the XJ Talk Forum and uh, he was trying to use the um, the Jeep Talk forum, and uh, he was surprised that we, he couldn't use Tapa Talk to do that. So uh, I loaded up Tapa Talk on it. So if you, even though the uh, just by its 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 nature, the way it's built, you can go to uh, JeepTalkForum.com from your your mobile browser, and it will format properly for your your little screen or your tablet. Uh, if you like using Tapa Talk, you can use that as well. So uh, if you uh, if you like Tapa Talk and the way it, it, that interface works, then use it. Go over there to uh, jeeptalkforum.com. And uh, the great thing is is that you can uh, interact with us perhaps a, a more comfortable way for you. I know a lot of people don't like having their voice recorded. They, they think they sound funny. And, uh, um, you know, uh, Josh and I got used to that stuff a long time ago. And uh, <laughs> well, uh, I couldn't be any more funny than my voice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to be on The Simpsons. <laughs> Could you imagine a 20 some odd year career just doing voices? Oh, no. Every week. Got to get got to make that voice. Got to cash the check. Oh, shucks. <laughs> well, that's great, Tammy. It's, uh, you know, I, as you were going through this stuff, I was thinking about the length of time that you've been a Jeeper. And, and what is it now? Two and a half years? Three? Two, May of 2013. That's wow. when I bought my Jeep, but I really didn't get it. Didn't get into off-roading 
until a year later. Mm-hmm. So, so I've been a Jeeper for three years, off-roading for about two. So my question is this, and I don't think I've asked you this before. Do you do you fear getting burned out on it? Because you seem to be embracing the whole Jeep thing very much, very quickly. And uh, it, does it, you think you're going to get burned out? You think you're going to get over it uh, anytime soon? I don't think so. I mean, it's re- for me, it's re- the hard part is the three-hour trip, <laughs> yeah. the three-hour tour to um, Brush Creek. It's just that's the hardest part for me. Once I get there, I don't want to leave. Yeah. Yeah, well, certainly not. L- looking forward to that three-hour trip back. No, no, because <laughs> that's a good six to eight plus another six hours in the car. So that's like, you know, yeah. almost uh, – you know, that's a twelve-hour day. Twelve, yeah. In in the Jeep. Yeah. Um, well, that's so. good. I mean, uh, I wouldn't mind going to Roush Creek. I've been seeing uh, stuff on TV about Roush Creek for years. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun to go up there. Uh, now, you pointed out to me today uh, the uh, Roush Creek website, and I went over there, and I'll let you talk about the other one, uh, oh, the other thing here. Right. But uh, the thing I noticed, and not very many people will get this, I looked at the logo that they have for Roush Creek. And I thought it looked suspiciously similar to the Black Mesa logo from the Half-Life games. <laughs> oh, no. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, I was just going to say, a lot of people wouldn't, wouldn't get that. But some of you will be going, they'll be going over there. What's that What's that website, uh, Tammy? Do you remember what it was called? What the- yeah, it's Roush Creek Off-Road Park, but it's rc4x4.org. So if you're a Half-Life fan, which is a video game, first-person shooter for you people that don't know, Go over there to uh, that website and look and see if, you, see if you don't think it looks like the Black Mesa logo. It's a, a laboratory a facility, a big, big facility in the game. And uh, uh, it has a, the, the whole game has a big following. But anyway, Tammy, you had uh, kind of a fun thing. Did you just happen across this or did they tell you about it? How did you find um, out? First, tell the people what, what we're talking about. On the, well, first of all, I was um, somebody commented on one of my Facebook comments about how my Jeep's on the Roush Creek oh. uh, homepage. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. And so I went there and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And I got all excited. So I called my husband and he's, I said, look, at, go to this website. And he's like, yeah. I go, that's my Jeep. He's like, no, it's not. Yeah. I'm like, yes, it is. We almost got in a fight. But it, oh, no. it has, I guess it has rotating pictures. Yeah, there it loops. Are several picks. different Jeeps. Uh, same thing happened to me. I'm looking at it going, right. okay, Tammy's finally lost it. Right. What yeah, am I looking so, at here? There's nothing there, Tammy. What are you, what are you right. talking about? Yeah. Sure, Tammy. In, in yeah, your dreams, your right? No, but you keep, if you don't see my Jeep, you just have to keep refreshing it. So I just thought that was really cool. And then, so I posted it on Instagram, and um, I think it's Stormtrooper underscore JK goes like, oh, yeah, I saw that two months ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's so been it's been there for a for, long time. Yeah. She's had these bragging rights for, for weeks know, and hasn't been able to use them until just now. <laughs> well, you have a lot of social media time to make up for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it is very cool. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? What are you talking about, man? Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? I got no idea what the heck. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Get out of my face, yo. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Underwater. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? In the bubble bath. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? No clue. And where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? While flexing on stumps. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? I would assume on the radio. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes and at jeeptalkshow.com. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? We want to know. We want to hear from you. Just give us a call on our voicemail line, 530-675-4102, and let us know where you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at. Ooh, here's the fun part, at least for me, reviews. Yeah, you guys have definitely been busy over the last week giving us reviews, and we definitely appreciate all the feedback that we can get. And as you guys heard a few shows back, we broadcast it all. Every last little bit of constructive criticism and every single review, we air on the show word for word. So, you got something to take us to task on? Well, we're going to let everybody know just how much we've screwed up. <laughs> this week, though, we've actually done pretty good, guys. So, um, this one, uh, first one comes in uh, on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And this one uh, by I'm Really Cool. <laughs> by I'm Really, Really no, Cool, actually. really, really cool. Yeah, I'm really, <laughs> yeah. really cool. So, uh, this, this person gave us a five-star review, of course. Been a Jeep guy for five years now, and this show is great to listen to while on my commute and also in the shop. 
Only thing is, it does seem to favor the XJ and JK series a little bit more than the YJs and CJs. There's also a weird obsession with red Jeeps and black Jeeps, but I don't mind. <laughs> Quality show all the way. <laughs> I would agree. And actually, I got something for you here a little bit later on in the show. Stay tuned to our Tech Talk segment, and uh, I'm really, really cool. And, uh, and you'll hear a little something for your YJ. You sound like you're bragging on yourself there. Uh, so uh, just so you know, I reached out after seeing this uh, this review recently. I think I saw it like on Christmas Day. Thank you very much. It was a nice Christmas present for all of us here. Uh, mm -hmm. But anyway, I uh, reached out to YJ Nate. Uh, <laughs> I was actually talking to Nate, just chatting with him on Facebook uh, Messenger. Oh, that poor guy. And uh, well, he started it. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I said, uh, uh, what was it? We were talking about uh, some a series that he's going to be doing for us on Axles. And uh, I said, hey, uh, do you know anybody that uh, knows anything about YJs? And he goes, um, hello, YJ Nate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'd forgotten because we weren't in, uh, you know, the, the Jeep talk show chat. And I said, oh, so <laughs> you want to do a series on that as well? So anyway, uh, you may know him as Mr. Wrangler Extreme here on the uh, other segments of the show, but he's going to help us out with a, uh, a series on the YJ. So uh, you, you guys ask and we always try to deliver. Absolutely. Hey, uh, our Twitterverse has also blown up here recently, as has the Facebook. And uh, in fact, we had a guy reach out here recently through Facebook uh, and uh, just happened to, well, he gave us a five-star review there as well. Day after Christmas. So love the show. I've been listening for several months and participating on the forum. I don't drive a Jeep, 2016 Tacoma actually, but you have <laughs> one of the best podcasts about off-roading. I love the news section at the beginning because, well, lately it's been about Fiat going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've they've had a tough year this year, that's for sure. And then um, Dan Watson also messaged us on our Facebook page. He said, "Hello, I love the podcast. Any suggestions on the four season on a four season complete Jeep cover for my 2006 Wrangler? Take care, Dan." Um, now, I really don't have any good suggestions for this, so I was hoping someone else would um, yeah, actually, shoot us an email um, or maybe um, Josh has an idea. So There's, does anybody know what this is? Yeah, I do. I think so I know what, what it is, but I'm not sure. So what he's talking about, so, some people might think, oh, he's talking about you know the, the top to his Jeep. And, and no, that's, that's not it, actually. What he's talking about is a complete car cover or Jeep cover. What he's talking about doing is, is basically putting a full cover over his Jeep to protect it from things like dust and debris and snow and rain and oxidation and sun damage, you know, the whole nine yards. Okay. So if you really want to protect the, the outside of your Jeep from, you know, the elements and all the other stuff to really keep it looking showroom quality, well, you're going to need a full car cover. Now, there's obviously there's a ton of different options out there. You've got the emergency covers, which are basically just a quick little rain cover that you throw over the open top of a Jeep. Then there's the full covers, which cover the whole thing. For the JKs, you've got cab-only covers, which just cover basically the section above the doors and even continue down through by the doors. But I think Dan here is talking about a full cover that's actually going to be good for seasons because some covers aren't waterproof at all. They're basically just dust covers. And there's other covers out there that are meant to be on, a, on the vehicle outside in the elements all year round. They, they're a little bit more robust and obviously going to have a higher price point. Dan, I, I will say that some of the best on the market out there is the Covercraft versions. Um, they are a little bit more spendy, but trust me, when it comes to car covers, you definitely get what you pay for. Now, I know that Smitty Built and Rugged Ridge, and there's some others out there, that they do custom-cut Jeep covers. And these are basically form-fit for a Jeep. Obviously, the, the you know, cover for a Thunderbird is not going to work as well for an F-150 or you know, vice versa. And same thing applies... Uh, reversely for a Jeep. So, you know, what will work for a full-size truck may not work that well for your Jeep, at least without a lot of bungee cords and, and cinching and stuff like that. So um, when it comes to buying a form-fit cover for your Jeep, really, you know, there's it's going to come down to what you can afford and what sort of features you're looking for. And of course, you know, really exactly how you're going to be using this. How easy do you want it to be, you know, to be able to take on and off, et cetera, et cetera. So features are also going to be a big thing. Covercraft, I think, is probably one of the better choices out there. They just seem to have some of the best reviews, some of the better reputations, and, uh, and of course, they also make them custom fit for the JKU. So uh, I would say do some researching out there, look at the reviews, see what people are saying, and, uh, and of course, once you make your decision, call us. Let us know what you ended up going with. 
Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, what from reading that, I wasn't sure if the complete car cover was like a brand name or uh, maybe a, a buzz term that, that is used that I wasn't aware of. Uh, I've seen the ones, what I thought it was, was the ones that uh, cover the entire doorway and back, but it's not the entire vehicle. It's just the the, the doors, the top, and uh, right. in the back. It's like if you don't have um, a hard top uh, or you don't have yep. a soft top, this thing goes on there and it keeps it nice and dry when you're not using the Jeep. So the whole idea of using the Jeep is you, you're topless all the time. You just Look, take just the cover about- off. About every JK owner out here in the Northwest, I'm gonna I'm even gonna lump the TJ and YJ guys in here um, with that as well. I mean, for the the weekend long excursions, you know, where yeah, it might be 70, 75, 80 degrees at, at during the day, but at night the temperature drops down to the 40s, and of course you get that dew point going. And well, oh, when yeah. you jump into the Jeep at oh, 6, 30, yeah. 7 o'clock in the morning to head out on the trails the next morning, guess who's got a soggy bottom? Oh yeah. So really, these kind of covers, the the cab only covers or the, or the quick covers and stuff like that really save your hide no you know pun intended um you know for when you're out there with the early summer or maybe even you know a late spring type of wheeling where you're going to have a little bit of a dew in the morning if you leave you know the top off overnight yeah but after uh, hearing what you said i think the complete car covers i mean the cl- complete jeep cover is just like the complete car coverage it just covers the entire thing Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he comes up with. And uh, if, if you guys have any ideas on that, or maybe you have one uh, and you've done the same thing, uh, let us know. We'd like to uh, be able to pass that along to our listeners. I'm sure that uh, Dan's not the only one that uh, has this question. So uh, if you guys would like to know how to go over to our uh, Jeep page and do a review, I happened to notice today when I was gathering these reviews that there's a URL that you can just go straight to. Just go oh, to we're Facebook. making it easy for you guys even. Check this out. Facebook.com slash Jeep Talk Show slash, wait for it, reviews. You. <laughs> no, reviews. Reviews. Never plural. <laughs> So, I mean, how much simpler could that be? So facebook.com slash Jeep Talk Show slash reviews. And then you can go over there and leave us a review. Uh, five star, of course. All right. So uh, the Jamic turns in, turns your top of your Jeep into a mobile comfort station. I like that. Mobile comfort station. Mm-hmm. The Jamic is a hammock for your Jeep Wrangler. Installs in two minutes. Leave it up there for good. It's great for taking a break on the trail. Beach, bonfires, camping, drive-ins. Oh, drive-in would be fun. The game, yeah. tailgating, you name it. The Jamic is 100% made in America, uh, and uh, the Jamic is veteran-owned. We have sold over 6,000 Jamics. Well, not us, but the Jamic people in uh, <laughs> the last three years, uh, and uh, offer a 30-day no-questions-asked-return policy. You can use the Jamic as a hammock, overhead storage, pet barrier, wind jammer, lounge chair, or uh, on back of the roll bars, uh, uh, and sling seat hammock off the vehicle. Hmm. I wonder how that would work. Uh, go to www.jamic.com for the biggest sale of the year. Coupon code Jeep Talk Show for $10 off. All Jamics are made in America. Jamic is veteran owned and a small business. Yeah, I'm talking to all my Jeep lovers out there. Who doesn't love a good night ride on the trails in their Jeep? But all you guys know that the factory lights are made for mall crawling, not rock crawling. So how can you get the most out of your Jeep if your lights are worthless? Well, let me tell you about a brand that makes great quality light bars for Jeeps without the high prices that many other brands expect. It's the guys over at Crawl Bright Performance Off-Road Lighting. They have the highest quality lights made from the top components in the industry. They use the best name brand LEDs like Cree and Osram. They use aircraft-grade aluminum and a virtually unbreakable polycarbonate lens. These lights are 100% waterproof and backed by a three-year replacement guarantee. They make LED light bars, pods, brackets, and wiring. They even have rock lights to illuminate the ground you're crawling on. Crawl Bright prides themselves on offering the best quality lights, but at a price that most Jeepers can afford. Fans of the Jeep Talk Show can enter Jeep Talk Show, all one word, for a special 20% discount on everything on their website. So head over to crawlbright.com and remember, brighter is better. You got tech questions? Ah, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. It's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Yahoo! Well, as we had a request for some other tech other than JK and XJ and stuff, I thought I'd address the YJs once more. And uh, for a lot of you guys out there, you might be looking for better seats and want to know what your options are. Well, the YJs are quickly becoming harder and harder to find. The Square Headlight Wranglers are a popular builder platform since they're usually less expensive to acquire than a TJ and arguably have just as much aftermarket support. Aside from their known shortcomings like vacuum disconnect front axles, electrical gremlins, and don't get me started on the 4.1 liter, but one of the biggest complaints is the seating. 
Jeeps aren't known for their comfort, plain and simple, especially the older Wranglers, especially when that Jeep is approaching 30 years old. So if you're a YJ owner and are tired of a tired butt or just want to spruce up the look of that old interior, let's go over some of the more common seat swaps for the 87 to 95 Jeep Wrangler YJ. The number one seat swap for the YJs are the Mastercraft Baja RS seats, but most of us don't have that trophy truck kind of money to drop on expensive suspension seats. Smittybilt, Rampage, R uh, PRP, and Corbeau all make versions as well, but even at half the price, they're still over $200 a pop, and they, that may not even include the brackets. If you're thinking about just welding the TJ seats to your current YJC bracket and call it good, well, keep in mind the TJ seats are about four inches thicker on the ass cushion and a little wider too. Regardless, they're not a direct bolt-in option. In fact, the information out there for seat swap options that are a direct bolt-in is iffy at best. I've done some research for you guys, and having done a few seat swaps in various vehicles in the past myself, I can hopefully shed some light on this popular upgrade. One thing that you need to know is that no matter what option you decide to go with, the stock mounting surfaces on any of these car seats are flat. So when you put them on the angled risers of the Jeep, you end up with raising the front of the seat a good bit. Now, this is a problem with people who, well, have knees, which is most of us. So oftentimes, regardless of the bolt hole configurations, there may be other cutting or modifications that need to be done in order for proper and comfortable fitment. In fact, some of these may not even allow you to get into the Jeep without interfering with the uh, steering wheel. Now, there is a common theory that the 87 through 90 YJ seat risers and sliders do not directly bolt to some of these options and that only the 91 through 95 YJs are compatible with these swaps. Now, I have not verified this with 100% accuracy, so consider this as a warning that you need to do your own research and, more importantly, measurements before attempting any of this. Now, I'm going to help you out with that. So, for your reference, the YJ seat stand hold dimensions are from center of hole to center of hole, front to back are 12 inches, front across center to center is 14 inches, and in the back across is 14 inches. So again, 12, 14, and 14. Very easy to remember. Regardless of which way you guys go, I've read countless forum threads where guys remove the slider mechanisms for the seats altogether for better vertical fitment. This goes doubly for our, us big guys. All right, now, so on to the list. The first section here, we're going to talk about the seats that require little to no modification to install. Now note, there are a lot of these vehicles that I don't have the years of compatibility on, so this is where I'm going to say it's very important to use your tape measure to verify if this stuff is going to work for your own Jeep. Now, here's a few that I have found several posts on, people saying that these bolt right in. Mitsubishi Montero, Isuzu Rodeo, Pontiac Sunfire, and this one is the 2001 year, seems to be the most common. That's what people are going after. I've seen some 2002, 2003 mods, but 2001 seems to be the most common. Also, Chevy Cavalier. Now, these ones are a little bit more of an iffy one right here because many modifications are required, specific years, and I don't know which ones they are, and there's a lot of contradictions and misinformation out there as whether or not which Chevy Cavalier seats are going to work for which years of YJ. The one common fact in all of this, though, is the brackets off the Cavalier seats have to go no matter what. Well, two-door 1996 Saturn seats may also work as well. The front mounting brackets bend over at 90-degree angle, but there is another mounting hole right underneath that that is flat and can be used. 1991 Celica seats offer big bolsters, which are very handy when you're in the rocks and in off-camera situations. You may need to add a one-inch wide steel strap across the bottom of the Toyota seat to match them up with the Jeep sliders, though. 2005 Pontiac Grand Prix leather seats are actually a very common option. You need to unbolt the whole Grand Prix mount and slider assembly from the base of the seats. The rear seat mount holes line up exactly with the stock Jeep mounts. All you have to do is drill two new holes in the front of the stock YJ mount sliders and, well, you're done. They're about three quarters of an inch towards the back from the original ones and that should be good enough to get you in the ballpark. The stock slider still will work and so does the tilt forward on the passenger side. There may be some vertical issues that you want to have to address, but that will, uh, of course, vary on what your uh, stance or your stature is. Now, there's no way to use the Grand Prix electric sliders without fabbing up an entirely new seat bracket. I'm guessing most of you out there won't want to do that. Now, note, these seats are considerably wider than the stock YJ seats, and you may require you to remove the center console. The good news is that there are a lot of online write-ups out there to convert an ammo box, or an ammo can rather, to a center console and other options as well. Well, another option is the Ford Contour, and it seems to be 2004 is the more common year, as I've seen a few write-ups on this. You must make sure that the contour slider mechanism is the U-type bar that goes all the way across the front of the seats, like on the Jeep, and not just an angled lever as the slider is nowhere near compatible. 
So that's going to be something right off the bat to keep an eye out for when you're in the junkyards. Now, if you have serious fabrication skills, then I'm sure your wheels are already turning. The list is virtually endless of the options for seat swaps. Cadillac? No problem. Camaro? You betcha. How about a seat of Porsche? How about a set of Porsche seats? Yeah, now we're talking. The options are literally endless. The only restriction is your fabrication skills, budget obviously, and level of patience. Some of the swaps I saw in my research were 2002 Hyundai Tiburon seats, which, let me tell you, look amazing in a Jeep. How about some 2004 Volvo S40 seats? Those ones were also very visually appealing. Now, these ones were pretty cool as well. A guy managed to squeeze in a set of 2002 BMW 525i seats and had all the electronics and the seat heaters working even. Now, the OEM star bolts or the Torx bolts um, that hold your factory seats in, they use a, threaded a thread sealer locker compound, making the bolts extremely hard to remove. Think of like uh, rubber cement on steroids. Trust me. Penetrating oil, the right Torx bit, a breaker bar, and as a last resort, a little bit of heat will definitely help you get them out. Ignoring all of that, you're going to be cutting. Now, some YJs have seat studs instead of bolts, and these are installed from underneath the Jeep, sticking up through the floor. And if you have this style, well, likely you may have to cut if things are rusted up too badly. These typically are uh, rust-prone. But again, cutting should always be a last resort. Shouldn't do it if you've got other options. Well, hey, Jeepers, I hope this has helped you guys out considering uh, some YJ tech for you and maybe help you out with a sore back or a sore bum. And if you guys uh, have a tech question you would like answered here on the Jeep Talk Show, well, just go to jeeptalkforum.com. Even on your smartphone, it is mobile-friendly. Or shoot me an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com with the subject line, Tech Talk. You know, all these uh, custom seat uh, uh, talk you're doing, Josh, reminds me yeah. of many years ago, went to visit my, uh, my brother up in Arkansas. He was working at a, uh, a milk plant, I guess <clears throat> it would be called, you know, where they would... Uh, I think they call those dairies. Pa pasteurize the milk <laughs> and, and deliver it and stuff. Well, anyway, one, yeah. of the, one of the delivery trucks that I, I think, I hope, they only use there at the, uh, the plant, I'll call it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I, like I said, I hope they only used it there. They had a custom seat for the passenger. It was milk a carton. It was a milk crate. No way! It was. <laughs> I was totally guessing. <laughs> it was. It was not necessary to even uh, bolt it in. It was just sitting there. <laughs> so I, I got to read the or read. I got to ride. I'm not even reading this stuff. I got to ride around in the the, the delivery truck there on the property. Uh, sitting on a milk crate. And of course, there oh, were no wow. seatbelt laws at the time. Well, yeah, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> that was Safety back in the early 1900s, right? It was. Uh, everything was red back then, Timmy, uh, before the dark years occurred. Uh, but anyway, the uh, that was a lot of fun. And, you know, not, not surprisingly, that was the best milk I've ever tasted. But I came really, <laughs> really close to getting kicked in the head by the cow. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will want to add one last little thing to this uh, seat discussion here, guys. I, I, I did see a couple of write-ups in my research, um, guys doing JK seat, uh, JK and JKU seat swaps into the, into the YJs. Now, the problem with this was is that, once again, it was 100% custom fab work. So if you're going to be doing that much fabrication work, you might want to think about something a little bit more sporty and something that's going to be a little bit more support, maybe even leather options or other options than a, something like a JK seat. So just uh, just a heads up, guys. And uh, again, in the future, look for this uh, right up on our on our forum over at uh, JeepTalkForum.com. Are you tired of all that noise from those other shows? Now, Darryl, I think you ought to keep that rig at the mall. Now you can relax to the pleasing tones of the Jeep Talk Show every week. Unless you got Dana 60s and 40. Get the highest audio quality possible with each download. Now, you know, you can use them in with them, with them super swampers. And if you're tired of all that other stuff. Uh, and a thing with a deck of big old tires and a lighter. Then subscribe to the highest quality podcast on the web. The Jeep Talk Show. Available on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher Radio, and more. Yeah, you need to give me a beer. I think I jumped the gun on your on the, uh, on you, Tammy. What were you going to tell us? Oh, that's all right. I was just Josh gave me an idea for um, the Jeep Talk Collins show because when he mentioned leather seats, I hate leather seats, oh. especially in the cold because you get in. My husband has leather seats, and you freeze your butt off. You could actually leave some of it there too if it's. Uh, <laughs> It's yeah, humid well, during the summer, and you're wearing in shorts. In the summertime, yeah, you burn your. They burn look, your legs they look fantastic, though. That rich Corinthian leather. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, anyway, did you get that, that reference? Fine. You get a little mud on that, all life right off. Yeah. <laughs> did you get that reference, Josh? 
Are you yes. old enough for that reference? I am actually. <laughs> I know what Corinthian leather is. <laughs> I wish I could do a good Ricardo Montalban uh, <laughs> imitation. Oh, so so oh, anyway, uh, we'll remind you guys about the uh, the survey. Uh, we uh, we're still doing the survey. It's going to be running there for uh, forever and ever. Uh, but if you would like to take our survey, we'd really appreciate it. And uh, we actually probably will be putting that information up in our uh, advertising section on the uh, jeeptalkshow.com site. But anyway, you can go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash survey and fill out some basic demographic information that allows uh, people that might want to advertise on this show uh, some information. And uh, how does that benefit you? Well, you would think not directly, but indirectly it will because it will allow us to do more things as we have advertisers and have giveaways and go places and gather information and maybe have some better entertaining and uh, informative things for you to see and hear. That's that's the plan anyway. So take a moment, go over there and uh, fill out our survey. Hey, speaking of calling you guys to action, you know, look, we've uh, had several segments over the years that have came and gone and all that. And one of the seems to be one of the more popular is our stock to wheeler segment. Now, of, over the course of 2016, we have gone through many segments outlining just some of the considerations when taking a Jeep Cherokee XJ from stock status to that of an off-road wheeler. We always took the approach of what our own thoughts, ideas, and opinions were of what some of these modifications are and what they'd look like and even what order they might be in. Well, now it's your guys' turn to chime in on this. So we ask you, our loyal Jeep audience, to let us know what are the first things you want to know about what it takes to transform a stock Jeep to a wheeler. Give us a call, let us know, or send us your list, and we'll be sure to address it here on the show in 2017. Yeah, it's a great idea. And, uh, you know, Josh, I was just thinking about this the other day when I was over on xjtalk.com and uh, was reading uh, Cantab 27's uh, post about um, uh, putting a truss on a Dana 30. And uh, I thought to myself, you know, that, that would be really cool. I'd really like that, uh, to have that on mine. And uh, mm -hmm. just that a added additional strength of trussing the Dana 30. And it, it dawned on me, you know, you know when I, as I was going through this series of uh, the Jeep Cherokee from uh, stock to wheeler, that's not something I covered because I've never done it. And uh, so this is, this is really good uh, that you mentioned this because there's going to be folks out there that uh, are going to want to do more than uh, either one of us or all three of us have done to our Jeeps or maybe even plan to. So, yeah, please, uh, please let us know. Hey, folks, and now it's time for hearing from the mind of Nikki G. Black Jeep, Nikki G. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and uh, I'm now a member of a two Jeep family. We just went out this morning and uh, bought a uh, 97 XJ. Uh, the only thing wrong with it, it's black. And I just realized I didn't get the current one copied over there. Yeah, and that's why I didn't say something we look forward to each and every week. Because <laughs> I don't look forward to it anymore. <laughs> Poor Nikki G. Just kidding. He's enjoying himself. Hey, this is Nikki G. And I uh, just want to say... And now that I own a black Jeep and a red Jeep, I just don't fit in anywhere anymore. The black Jeep crowd don't accept me because I have a red Jeep. And the red Jeep crowd doesn't want to play with me because I own a black Jeep. It's uh, sort of like that guy who has a angel on one shoulder and the devil on his other shoulder. And the angel's telling him good things to do and the devil's trying to convince him to do bad but often fun things. So I got a little red Jeep on my one shoulder that's telling me, yeah, hop the curb and drive through that field. Mm -hmm. And uh, on my other shoulder is a little black Jeep that says, yeah, you should totally do that. And then buy some purple accents afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, I will uh, chat at you later. <laughs> and you have a good one. Bye. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a little my below the heart. belt. <laughs> <laughs> I did, Tammy. I, that, oh. I'm sorry. That's that hurt me. I mean, I, I feel sorry for you, <laughs> Nikki. What does she ever do to you, man? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, not enough. <laughs> See, it's good you got your dig in before uh, before the voicemail. I know. <laughs> I knew something was coming. Feel the love. Well, he hasn't. He's been really good all year, so he's just like. Jamming it all in right at the end of the He year. hasn't been good. He just hasn't been picking on you. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. He's been good to no. me all year. <laughs> Till the very end. It's like bam, slam. 
<laughs> get it in, get it in before the uh, the rates go up. La- last show of twenty seventeen, yeah. he, he he had to hit, hit one out of the park. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this is a a, a a thing that we always look forward to, uh, irregardless of uh, what you might think, Tammy. We always enjoy your uh, product reviews. So, what you got for us tonight? Well, I actually don't have a review tonight. I think uh, <gasps> I know. Hired. <laughs> I think I think being up in the nosebleed section kind of messed with my brain and I forgot. But actually, <laughs> it just reminds me of the prices, right? Um, I thought I would share a couple of items that I will be reviewing in 2017. And these are a couple of items I got for Christmas and I'm really excited um, to try them out. The first is, hopefully I can... You can see this. Oh my God! Um, you got, got it with you. You don't have to go get it. No, I. This is I amazing. Went, no. Hang on. Um, let, me, let me switch over to the big camera for you. Okay, go ahead. These are um, 2007, 2016. This is for the Jeep JK. They're handle aluminum inserts, and I took one out of the um, the box. And these there's these are two screw holes right here, and you put them in your door handle. But um, before I put these on, guess what I'm gonna do. I'm going to paint them purple. So it's just an accent. So I'll be reviewing them. They're really sturdy. And well, where does it go on, on the outside or it replaces on the, the handle? inside of the handle. Oh, well, how you won't be seeing it then. No, I'm going to paint it purple. How will you see it? If it's on, I mean, there's handles there now. No, on the outside of the Jeep. When you oh, open the door, I thought it was out- the inside. Okay. No, on the outside of the Jeep, their outside Jeep door handle. Actually, a friend, Amanda, the um, the girl I go wheeling with, her mom. This was her first um, mod she made for a Jeep, and I'm like, oh, those are pretty cool. So looks like a great will- mud collector. Yeah, probably. Um, my other item is this. Do you do you have a staff handing you things off screen? Is that yeah? Vanna, wow, over that's there. nice. Yeah, um, <laughs> the Midland portable CB two in one plug and play CB radio. I just I really like my CB radio that I have. It's just in the JKs. They are there's just no room. It's just too big. I had it up above my rear view mirror and I I couldn't see it on my rear view mirror because it was so big. So. Um, Here's the little, it's like a walkie-talkie CB radio, mm-hmm. if you can see if I'm holding it right. And it has a little, I can use um, rechargeable batteries, or I can use regular batteries, or, Vanna, thank you, um, I can plug it right into my cigarette lighter, um, so I can have it in the Jeep, I can take it out with me, Um Oops. Yeah, I mean, so, I thought you. I'm sorry. I thought you had a a mounted CB. I thought you had one above your rear view mirror or something. Yeah, that's no, the one I she did. Can't see I just, out of the rear view because it, it's there. It's so long. It um, I can't see totally out of the rear view mirror. Ah, so okay. I took it down, and right now, it's. I only use it when I go off roading, and it just sits in my seat, and it's just. It's not. It's just too big. It's just, there's just not enough room in the JK for a big CB like that. So, yeah, I've, um, I've, I've I'll, never really been that big of a fan of the trucker style CBs yeah. that are, you know, it's the kind that everybody sees and everybody swears by and all that, but you know, they're, they're really, they are meant for the big semi rigs, yeah. you know, just cause the, just cause how much room they take up, you right. know, I'm, I'm going to be really curious to see what your results, you know, what your review is going to be like of, of that Midland. Uh, I've, I've. I've had experience with these all-in-ones and these in these handheld units. Cobra has one that that a lot of Jeepers swear by as well. All of all of them, my experience is that they are quiet. And and so if if I can impart one piece of advice to you, knowing that that you know you're going to be using this just for trail use and and whatnot, that you're going to have to project your voice more than you ordinarily would. Right. Um, because those those seem to be inherently quiet. I don't know if it's because of the short antenna or if it's their if it's noise canceling um, uh, software that they have or technology that, that they use inside the microphone. Um, but you you might have some issues with people hearing you, um, and you might have to repeat yourself a you know a couple few times. But that that's just my two cents on what I've experienced. I've got with those sort of things. 
Now, yeah, I'm excited to try it out to see how it works compared. If you recall, uh, Cody actually did a review on this exact uh, same radio. And uh, based on his uh, purchase and review of that, I got one during, uh, I don't know, Amazon was having some some sale or something. Or other. It wasn't Black Friday. It was a, a few months ago. And, okay. uh, and I have one. And uh, when you said quiet, Josh, I was thinking about reception because I had the issue of not really hearing anything driving down I-10. Well, those um, things have such a tiny little speaker right. in them, and and plus you have to fit a microphone in there as well. Well, this um, is this is just receiving signals. You know, I didn't yeah. hear oh, anything. Oh, just receiving signals. You're yeah. not talking about the volume of the no. receiving, just the actual ability to receive. Yeah, I just didn't hear anything. And apparently, the hmm. there's the CBs aren't used as much as what they were used in the past. And uh, I purchased an uh, uh, an external antenna. Uh, oh, and I did want to mention this, Tammy. It'll it'll tell you in the instructions, but just in case you miss it. Um, if you hook that battery eliminator up on the bottom of that, uh, that unit, right. that means the antenna that's on the unit itself no longer works. So to use mm-hmm. that adapter, you have to have an external antenna connected to it. Interesting. Which, it which disables. I, ha- it I have dis- one on my Jeep right now. Yeah. I just, just let you know though, but the, yeah. the little antenna that's on the little rubber ducky that's on there, it gets turned off whenever you use that adapter. Uh, the one that you plug in. Yeah, because it also has... Um, yeah, this the PL259 connector on there, yeah. Right, whatever the other connector. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And um, I'm not going to review this item, but I just thought it was really cool. Um, it's the Jeep Wave. Can you see it? Oh, my goodness. It must be I a shop teacher. Seconds. Yeah, you will. It's it's the Jeep wave. It almost looks like um, somebody's flipping flipping you off. Well, it says you, with a, you with get a, it with a marker there. You could do that. Yeah, <laughs> you get it or you don't. So nice, it, nice. it looks funny with the missing fingers, though. I, it, yeah. It, well, you it, really you really have to look at it. To, Wrangler owners will get it. Yeah. So uh, the yeah, because uh, 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 Cherokee owners don't have hands. I got gotcha. you. So. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> so the you don't uh, way back. <laughs> so the uh, uh, yeah, this looks funny. It looked like uh, like is like a missing two fingers there. So if you guys uh, listening on the podcast, not listening, not watching the, the video, it was uh, just a, a t-shirt with uh, the the two fingers. I guess the thumb and the two fingers, kind of like a yeah. you know like a the two finger wave type thing. Yeah. So uh, it's a nice looking t-shirt. Uh, are you going to wear that uh, to uh, out, out to work or just off road or? Uh, oh yeah, I'll wear I'll wear it to work. Are, are, pretty. are you guys big uh, uh, t-shirt wearers that has stuff on the front or on the back? I'm just not much into. Uh, if it's Jeep related. Oh yeah, totally. I was just going to say the same thing, Josh. Every day or when you're at a Jeep event or. I wear yeah, it every, every day. Most of, yeah. I mean, I'm a jeans and t-shirt guy mm-hmm. almost yeah. exclusively. Yes. I have collared shirts and I even wore a monkey suit, not literally, but you know, a suit and tie for a living for a, for a while as well. So I got that in my, in my wardrobe um, and all that. But I mean, seven days a week I wear jeans and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And, and so typically these, sh- the shirts that I wear are Jeep related or they're off-road related or they're from a show that I DJed or, you know, something like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I do own some plain color shirts that don't have anything on them front or back, but um, I don't necessarily have a preference. It just can't look tragic or right. uh, too gaudy. Yeah, you don't uh, start taking the uh, you don't start doing the goth thing and start tearing holes and stuff in it, do you? Yeah, oh, God, no. <laughs> um, I for me, work is so dirty with all the mm. the dust from the the wood shop and all the steel and aluminum particles. So I just usually wear my yoga pants and a t-shirt or my jeans and a t-shirt. You get uh, you get a lot of splinters, Tammy? Um, no. Metal and uh, uh this that stuff seems to gravitate towards my the bottom of my feet. I guess I shouldn't be barefoot in the garage. Oh, uh, yeah. That take care of it. <laughs> oh, <God, no>. <laughs> <laughs> I always pull out a little piece of metal out of the bottom of my foot. <laughs> it's toes tiny. Absolutely just tiny and just drives you up the wall. All right, well, let's get over and do a little uh, little business here for the uh, Camp Fireside Chat. I say business. Everybody's moaning. Oh, no, not more yeah. advertising. No, this is just us rambling on. <laughs> kind of like the whole show. <laughs> so, hey, we were talking about my Christmas presents. Did you guys get any cool Jeep stuff for Christmas? 
Not exactly. Um, one of the things that, that I was telling everybody uh, as, you know, I was starting to get the questions, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you poor I was, bastard. I, was like, I told everybody because <laughs> trying to tell people in my circle of influence, people I'm related to, what Jeep stuff is, is, yeah. is like trying to explain how lockers work to somebody who has never been off-roading before. And, and it's, it's nearly impossible. And so I try and generalize things as much as possible. And it's worked for me in the past, you know, getting things like tools and, and, and whatnot. Because trying to get a specific Jeep item for my specific Jeep is just not going to work. Um, so one of the things I asked for this year uh, was something to upgrade my shop space a little bit with. Um, mm. And I'm, I'm looking at, you know, getting a new air compressor. And so I was thinking, all right, well, how about just some gift cards, guys? So I, uh, I hit everybody up and said, if you're going to get me anything for Christmas this year, uh, just get me some Home Depot gift cards. And that's what they did. So I've, cool. uh, I've got enough to, um, I'm looking at some nice uh, air compressors here oh, um, in, in you the know, future. So I'm remembering all the, the 95 hours you put into re- replacing the eyelet in your leaf spring, I think oh, it God. was. <laughs> and I said, oh, you just take your air hammer and just chisel that little bitch out of yeah, there. And you went, yeah. uh, I don't have an air compressor. Yeah. It's coming around, man. Yeah. It's coming around. <laughs> well, no, You're going to love last, that thing. The last, uh, geez, I don't know, six months to 10 months or so, um, I've had a, a buddy who's, um, he lost his house and, and he, I've kind of been helping him out with storing some stuff. And, and one of those things is, uh, is his air compressor. So I've, I've sort of been, uh, been borrowing wow. it slash storing it for him for, for a while now. And, and uh, but it's time that that goes back to its owner, and then I'm, I'm going to need to replace the replacement. So, uh, yeah, there's just so so long you can say, I forgot the combination to the lock, or I can't find the key. <laughs> for, <laughs> what air compressor? Before, I don't know what you're talking before about. Before <laughs> he starts threatening the police to show up, yeah, I understand. Yeah, they're oh, it's very nice. I'd like to have a much bigger one than what I have, uh, but uh. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just getting the bolts out, like, you know, if you change the shocks in the back of the XJ, those bolts always break off and you can just fight and fight and fight that, that, uh, getting that little nut that's welded on there out of there, or you can take the hammer to it, the air hammer to it and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, see, I've hammer. had air tools for years. I mean, back when I, when I, uh, worked in, in mobile electronics and stuff like that, I mean, this is, that's what, when I started, you know, building my tool collection was over you know, 25 years ago. Um, and, and so, you know, I've, I've got a rather decent collection of air tools and oh, whatnot, but an air compressor has always been sort of out of my reach or, you know, something that is, well, well if I'm going to, you know, drop 300 bucks on an air compressor, I, I, I've got 300 bucks I can spend elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one of these things where it just never was quite in the cards until now. Well, you know, the one I have, Literally. I think was, a, it's a Husky. In it's, the cards. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like a Husky air compressor. It's not a very big one. And it was like a hundred bucks. So no, yeah, I don't have a three hundred dollar one. I'm looking at the twenty to thirty gallon variety. Oh, that's, um, yeah, that, that's a good size. Yeah, I mean the one I have out there right now that I've been using is I think you know fifteen to twenty gallons or so, and and, and anything you know when you're getting into automotive work and, and using an air compressor, air tools, and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of things you have to consider, and we can spend a whole show just talking about the specs that you that you need for this kind of job or that kind of job. You know, when we're talking about you know, ratings and stuff for air compressors, but. Um, I, I've pretty much decided that, you know, this is what I need and this is what I need to go with for the kind of work that I do and out of my garage. So, yeah. And if any of you guys out there haven't used an air compressor and you're thinking about getting one, um, the, the direction Josh is going is absolutely wonderful. And, and that's the direction I'd like to go, but I, I did not want to spend 300 to a thousand dollars on an air compressor that, oh, you know, no, is, no, 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 like the size of my house. So this yeah. one, this little one, I forget what size it is, but 15 to 20 sounds about right. And it does wonderful things. Now, no, mm-hmm. I don't have the, the air capacity to, uh, crank down, uh, 200, uh, pounds of torquing force on the, uh, the half inch drive, but I can, you know, break it loose and then use the half inch uh, to to spin it off there or to spin it on. So it, it it is a big time saver. So if you're if you're in Josh's situation where you know you'd like to have an air compressor, you think you might want to, you don't have to spend three hundred bucks. Get you a hundred dollar one, and then you can always uh, give that to somebody that keeps coming over and borrowing your stuff. So here, oh, take I mean, this. Just even even if you don't <laughs> have things like air wrenches, air, air ratchets, uh, or mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, you know, air hammer, or you know, a, a impact wrench or impact gun or something like that, just an air nozzle with compressed air 
it's a million uses. For, oh, you know, styling your girlfriend's hair when she least expects it <laughs> to blowing the dust out of the Jeep and the vents and stuff. I mean, it's a great well, detail to Airing up alone. the tires. I mean, you can yeah. air up your tires very quickly and much better than those things that cost you a quarter. Oh, those things are oh. crap. God, those things are crap. You used to be able well, to they, go they to a gas station. Yeah. They don't, they don't have tanks. Uh -uh. That's, that's their problem is, is yeah. that they, they, it's just a compressor with a hose that comes out of it. You and used so to be able to go to a, a, a bona fide gas station with those 3,000 mm -hmm. gallon tanks that yeah. were, you know, at 75,000 PSI and your tire go, <laughs> it was great. Now you can't find that anymore. All right, Tammy, you look uh, confused. No, I'm you need a compressor. Listening. You're thinking, where yeah, can I no. put an air compressor? Well, I have a compressor, <laughs> but it's not the kind of compressor you guys are talking about. Mine airs, I, I guess that's a compressor. It is. The airs up my, my tires. Yeah, my this portable. one usually st stands on the yeah. ground over in the corner and is hooked yeah. up to the AC power. No. Um, no, I just, my uh, fireside chat was um, going to be talking about the my Jeep on Rush. The Rush Creek website, but as well, I was, you screwed that up. You already talked I about know. that earlier. Hey, Tammy, yes. have you thought about reaching out to them? Just a little thank you letter, or you know, something like that, oh, yeah. and seeing if they if they'd maybe um, you know give you any kind of uh, response or anything like that. Use the yeah. uh, Jeep Talk Show letterhead. Yeah, no, I was gonna. Um, <laughs> I gotta find out who is doing their website. I'm not sure. I mean, I I know a lot of the people from up there, but I just don't know who's doing their website. Um, but one of the other things that I got for, um, I wish I would have brought this, is um, a purple headband. And it says, Jeep hair, don't care. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, seeing a picture go. of that. Yeah. Where was that? Twitter? Uh, Facebook? Um, face well, it was probably on all three. Oh, and then I don't know if Josh saw my, my Christmas sweater that my family got me. It's on my Facebook page. Um, he didn't see it then. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> It's, um, they thought it was an ugly Christmas sweater, but I thought it was quite beautiful. It's a purple and yellow Minnesota Vikings Christmas sweater. Yeah. I think my comment oh. was, uh, they're done. <laughs> yeah. And I wore it on Christmas day. We went and saw, um, why him, which is hysterical by the way. Um, and people kept looking at me and it was like, they'd look and then they'd turn away because they, <laughs> they were embarrassed for you. Yeah, That's not they how were. you do the Jeep wave. <laughs> I know. So, anyway. That's funny. Uh, that's great. Were you wearing your purple hair? No. Your purple wig? Why don't you have purple highlights? Women do that. I'm, I'm just, it just dawned on me. You don't have purple highlights in your hair. I was, I was going to do that. And when I went to go do it, um, the lady talked me out of it because to do it on my hair, I'd have to bleach it first. Yeah, and I was then just they, thinking. No, no, no. They would I mean, have to at, dye it into, purple. Look into the look into the stuff that that uh, it's basically like hair chalk. Yeah, it's oh it's hair chalk, chalk for your hair, and and but they make it to where I mean you could add purple highlights to somebody who's brunette. Huh. I mean, it's it yeah without any chemicals, without bleaching, and it's completely temporary. You wash it out that night or the next morning, and it's it's one hundred percent gone. So is, is I've seen this the stuff the, uh, at, at like uh, the home the like you know home improvement shows and, and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's out there. I mean, there's a ton of stuff out there like that. So I thought for you, it, you know, this would be perfect because, you know, you can, you can get that Jeep hair, you can get it as purple as you want, stripes, whole nine yards, right. and then wash it out the next night. Is this the same oh. stuff that that guy that did the Popeil uh, pocket fisherman no, came up with not. where you can spray no, the, no. the top of your head? Oh, you know, I was, just, I was just thinking she puts this purple powder in her hair and then she drives <laughs> the Jeep with the top off and there's this stream of purple coming out of the back of the, <laughs> the back of the jeep the cloud yeah <laughs> the purple cloud <laughs> you know what folks you never know what josh will be able to share with you he's what such a wealth josh of know knowledge next? fashion and beauty and jeep <laughs> we need us we need a segment stump josh ask yeah, josh a question yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you stump josh well then you'll have stumped him because we don't have enough money for prizes you get a free cookie <laughs> Yeah, you get a free <laughs> fake cookie. Oh, gee. All right. Well, I think oh, that's yeah, a here it is. Hair chalk. There you go. <laughs> you I just Googled Do it. your searching after the show. Oh, I can't help it. <laughs> you can't focus just on the show. You always have to be off in the chat room and looking know. up websites. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, that's our show for tonight. We appreciate you guys coming here, and I'm looking for the right music to play. Here it is. 
So if you're watching this on YouTube, we want you to know the Jeep Talk Show is also available in audio-only format. Great to listen to while commuting or while working on your Jeep. Subscribe <laughs> via iTunes, tuned in, Google Play, or iHeartRadio, and never miss an episode. Hey, speaking of subscribing, you can now subscribe with your money. Yes, you can contribute directly to the show via PayPal. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com and look for the orange button that says subscribe. You can select from $12 a year. Yeah, it's about 25 cents a show. And if you're feeling really generous, higher plans are available. Cancel at any time, even if you don't subscribe. We appreciate you taking time to listen to our show. And did you know it can take up to four days for your favorite podcast podcast episode to show up on Apple iTunes? It's true iTunes is a great free service, and we appreciate Apple for all their hard work, but we want our listeners to get the Jeep Talk Show as quickly as possible. That's why we are recommending that all of you iTunes users out there subscribe to our podcast. No multi-day delay. You'll get the newest episode much quicker. Open up iTunes, search for Jeep Talk Show, and hit the subscribe button. Then never miss a great, funny, informative podcast Hey, speaking of subscribe buttons that you need to hit, make sure you head over to youtube.com slash Show and hit the subscribe button over there. We need your YouTube subscriptions, guys. Our channel is a little bit slacking, well, compared to everybody else. So let's bolster that up. 2017, let's make it the Jeep Talk Show year. Hey, guys, you want to help us out be the, the, the voice for the Jeep Talk Show? There we go. You can join our Jeep Talk Show team. We're looking for volunteers to manage our vast social media presence on the web. You can be our voice, guys. Just send an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com to find out more. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Wherever you guys are wheeling, <laughs> if you pack it in, make sure you pack it out. Let's leave our outdoor recreation spots in as good, if not better, condition than they were when we arrived. Remember to always tread lightly and stay on designated trails and don't wheel where you're not supposed to. If you'd like to learn more about the Tread Lightly principles and how you can keep our trails and public lands open for off-road use, head over to www.treadlightly.org. Hey, folks, and don't forget, head over to my blog and follow me on my Jeep journey. That's jeepmama.com. M-O-M-M-A. And, of course, you want to find out what sort of voices are going on in my head and what's happening over in my world of voiceover, head over to thevoiceofjosh.com. So you guys have a great Jeep week. Don't forget, join us uh, Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time for the Jeep Talk call-in show. That's just Tammy and me and sometimes Josh. Yeah. Oh, and Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year.